On this episode's intro with Grandma Belidi, I asked if contraceptives were a thing when she was growing up. What about um, contraceptives or birth control? Did any of that kind of stuff exist back uh, then? Well, no, not really. No? no? We didn't have any of that stuff. Like no medication, or but no. condoms, I would assume, right? Well, or, that's about it, yeah. Yeah? That's about it, condom. They had uh, that stuff. But was that hard to buy at the store? Because it was, you know, it's awkward even well, now. I, I, but was it awkward back then? Because if it was a taboo topic, I'm sure it's yeah, like we, a... Mm, I never had to... No. Uh, for, yeah. Me neither. And none of that had, had <laughs> none of that stuff. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Counter. On this episode, we have Lena, who's one of our pharmacists here at HB Pharmacy, and we're going to talk about birth control. Mm -hmm. Now, we unfortunately didn't have a good example to be asking these questions to <laughs> Lena, so I will be asking some of these questions because these are common questions that we get a lot at the pharmacy. Mm -hmm. And for all of my friends out there who are going to say, oh, yes, you know, Vince is basically a little girl anyway, so it's not a big deal. Thank you. That was hurtful. Not wrong, though. Right. Not wrong. Thank you very much. That was hurtful. <laughs> See, I knew I was going to get that. Anyway, so I think from my perspective and from the perspective of a lot of our patients, too, we kind of, or not we, <laughs> people <laughs> See, take birth control without really, right, exactly. People take birth control without really thinking about it. It's almost like you take a multivitamin or you take something else when truthfully, it's really hormones that you're putting into your body. It's a lot exactly. more serious or there's a lot more to consider when it comes to taking birth control that we kind of just you know forget about it oh whatever it's just what you do exactly right mm -hmm. so i guess what are you know starting off with what we hear at the counter i mean is it like i just said it's a hormone right so is it safe to take what's your perspective as a pharmacist on that so in one word it is safe as long as it's taken the right way um it is generally safe a lot of the misconception or, or preconception more so about birth control is based on the estrogen part of it. Um, okay. you know, I've heard of patients who are worried that, you know, what if, you know, I heard so many bad things about estrogen, you mm -hmm. know, what if it causes cancer? What if it causes, uh, blood clots and then causes me there to be a stroke or something? Um, that actually is a valid concern, is a valid concern. And there's a reason for it. However, um, the formulations that are out there, um, the types of birth controls that are out there, typically now has a very, very, very low estrogen okay. compared to almost minimal um, compared to, um, say, for example, both birth controls from like 10 years ago when they actually found out that they uh, that estrogen had all these side effects. Sure, sure. So um, generally speaking, the combination pills that contain, contain estrogen out there are safe, um, you know, safe to take as long as they're taken the right way. And what is the um, right way? Consistently, same consistently time. Consistently during kind of the same time. Um, and, but there is, that's not to, that's not to sort of disregard the, you know, the, the adverse effects of it. Um, therefore, there is another formulation of birth control specifically for 
patients who are at high risk of developing these uh, these adverse events. These are not usually common, but um, they are referred to as the mini the mini pills, and they only contain progesterone. However, again, um, it's very limited to um, patients who are at high risk, okay. such as patients who are breastfeeding or who are uh, women of 35 years and older for smoking okay. or people who have like history of migraines with aura. But again, um, upon consultation with your doctor, you sure. should be able to. So speaking of migraines, I've heard of that as a possible side effect of birth control. I've heard of acne and things like that. What mm -hmm. are some possible side effects, even if they're more minor ones? And what should you do about it if you feel like you're experiencing some of these side effects? Yeah. Um, so as we said before, these are medications. Right. So unfortunately with a lot of medications, um, they do come with side effects. I would like to say that they're generally very mild. Um, mm -hmm. and again, these come from the, the fact that these are external hormones coming into your body and your body's sort of adjusted to it. So some of the most common side effects are sort of mood swings, bloating, some people experience weight gains. A lot of commonly experienced um, side effects are also something called spotting. <laughs> mm, okay. um, in that case, usually the recommendations are to continue it. Um, again, as I said, it's your body getting just to the external hormones that are coming into your body. Um, so generally, we do recommend continuing with the same formulation that you were given or that you were started for about three months. And then if these symptoms, you know, by that time, these symptoms generally don't, well, they stop okay. um, after the three months period. However, if you're still experiencing the same um, symptoms after the three months period, then that would be the time where you contact your prescriber or even talk to the pharmacist about it and sure. see what kind of other formulations because there are a lot of types of birth okay. controls out there. And there are other types of birth controls that are not oral contraceptives as exactly. well, too. So, I mean, that's not really a topic for this video, but if you have questions about those two, um, obviously talk to your <laughs> healthcare provider or ask one of us as well, too. Give um, so what, we hear this a lot, in the pharmacy, but uh -huh. is there a difference between the brand and generic when it comes to birth control specifically? Fair question. We actually do get that a lot. You know, some patients do um, swear by certain brands, but with all the other medications, just like all the other medications, the brand, essentially the brand and generic, um, they contain the same active ingredients, okay. which is the, um, the type of estrogen and the type of progesterone that are in the, in the product. So, at the end of the day, it is the same medications that are that are active. Um, they do have different inactive, or they may have different inactive ingredients. But when it comes to down to the active ingredient that brings in the effect, or um, yeah, the effect of the medication itself, um, there is no difference. I guess the only difference would be that for or the only advantage that the brand certain brand medications would have versus generic medications is that um, certain manufacturers do offer coupons, okay. manufacturer coupons, so they may bring down the copay. Sure, sure. Uh -huh. That's a good tip. And yeah. I guess whatever's covered, too. Exactly, right? whatever's sure. covered. Yeah. <laughs> but all in all, brand generic, they're the same medication. Okay. So how about this, then? Another common question I've mm -hmm. heard. Uh, you know, for whatever the reason, maybe out with friends or maybe just forgot traveling, didn't bring the medicine. I missed a couple doses. What do I do? Mm. 
that also depends on the formulation. Okay. Um, generally speaking, rule of thumb is progestin only uh, only pills. So the mini pills that I talked to you about earlier, those are those have to be followed more strictly. Okay. So if you've missed your dose within the three hour frame, generally speaking, for about for the next 70, 72 hours or so, say for example three to five days, then you would need a backup. Um, when it comes to the combination pills, which are the most common ones, it gets a little tricky. It really depends on how many you missed or when, during what cycle you missed. So the best answer and the most accurate answer that I could give you is to look actually look at the, the package insert or um, the, the information that's written on in each of the individual medications because each of the formulations, because, you know, certain formulations, there are different um, formulations where it follows more of a rhythmical cycle. Okay. Um, so that it's different from, say, for example, like a monophagic uh, birth control where it's just same amount of hormones throughout the, gotcha. throughout the cycle. So best advice is read your medication. Um, if you have questions, then call your pharmacy or call us. We'll be able to even read it for you and then sure. direct you. Cool, cool. How about birth control and Plan B? Is there a difference? I mean, obviously, I know <laughs> one doesn't necessarily, Plan B doesn't really require a prescription, even though it does require a consultation with the pharmacist, at least, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the difference and is there a difference? There is. There is. Um, obviously, there's a reason that, you know, these... One's a prescription only and one's over-the-counter. Um, Plan B actually contains only progesterone, but a lot higher dose of the progesterone than what we call the um, the birth control pills. Mm -hmm. um, the difference is, I guess, is that birth controls are regular medications that you're to take daily, the same, uh, ideally the same time, at the same time, the same, every single day to prevent pregnancy. Um, emergency control contraceptives, um, such as Plan B, are more so, as the name suggests, right, right. for emergencies, you know. <laughs> um, and I, I really want to emphasize that um, with these emergency control uh, con contraceptives, although there isn't a set regulation or a set amount of pills that you may take in a certain amount of time, there is no limit, quite honestly. But it is not recommended that you take it, say, for example, every other day or basically as your main method of, of birth control. Right. Mm -hmm. Cool. And Is there anything else you want to add about birth control in general? Any other questions you could think of? I know from a nutritional perspective, um, we learn more about nutrient depletion and medication and that kind of stuff. And I know from a nutritional perspective, B vitamins can be depleted by birth control. Exactly, so which actually ties in. I, which actually ties into the conversation that we had earlier uh -huh. about um, mood swings, where you know feeling fatigue. Um, a lot of the times, as as I mentioned before, um, birth controls have been generally as identified as like a safe medication to take long term. Um, but studies have shown that there is one thing that was noticed within patients who are constantly or chronically taking birth controls, sure. which is nutritional de depletion. Right. So um, what they found out is people who have been constantly on birth controls are low on folic acids. Um, 
vitamin B, as you said, and uh, uh, magnesium, such and such and such, that are essentially essentially needed for us to be feeling better or um, function on to a just to function basis. on a daily basis. Yeah. So really, um, for people who are having a difficult time with these birth control, instead of you know stopping it or trying to change the formulation to a different formulation, that may be a problem solver. But in some cases, we have noticed that supplementation, nutritional supplementations, especially vitamin B um, complex, complex could be a solution to that as well. Cool. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Cool. And any questions, as always, you can find more information about us at hbpharmacy.com mm -hmm. or gaspersbest.com. Thanks for joining us, Lena. That was very right, informative. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. On the next episode of Behind the Counter, we're talking about a couple specifics now to sure. add some of the nutritional side of things, right? We hear a lot about certain plants, especially here, oysters or some of those kinds yeah. of things, like that's an aphrodisiac or um, pumpkin seeds I hear, or even like you mentioned arginine, or they'll have the NO supplements that are supposed to be better than the arginine because it's, you know, already in the NO that your body can access. In the